Having risk factors for small for gestational age increases the risk of stillbirth. Those at higher risk have the fetal growth monitored closely with serial growth scans using ultrasound scans every two to four weeks to measure the growth of the fetus. This helps identify women that need further investigations and management. They may need planned early delivery when the growth is static or other concerns are identified on the growth scans. Women at risk of preeclampsia are given aspirin. Any modifiable risk factors for stillbirth should be treated, for example, stopping smoking, avoiding alcohol, and effective control of diabetes. Sleeping on the side during pregnancy as opposed to on the back is also advised. There are three key symptoms to always ask about during pregnancy, and women should report these immediately if they occur. And these are reduced fetal movements, abdominal pain, and vaginal bleeding. Next, let's talk about management. Ultrasound scan is the investigation of choice for diagnosing an intrauterine fetal death. On an ultrasound scan, you can visualize the fetal heartbeat to confirm that the fetus is still alive. Passive fetal movements, meaning that the mother will still feel some movements from the fetus, are possible after an intrauterine fetal death and a repeat scan is offered to confirm the situation. Recess D negative women require anti-D prophylaxis when an intrauterine fetal death is diagnosed and a Kleinhauer test can be used to quantify how much fetal blood is mixed with the maternal blood to determine the dose of the anti-D that's required. This is because some of the fetal blood may enter the maternal circulation after a fetal death in the uterus. And in recess-negative women, this can cause sensitization to the recess antibodies affecting future pregnancies. A vaginal birth is first line for most women after an intrauterine fetal death, unless there are other reasons for a cesarean section. Provided immediate delivery is not required, for example due to sepsis, preeclampsia or hemorrhage, then women are given a choice between induction of labor to get labor started or expectant management. Expectant management involves awaiting natural labor and delivery. Women with expectant management will need close monitoring and over time the condition of the fetus will begin to deteriorate. Induction of labor involves a combination of using oral mifepristone, which is an antiprogesterone, and vaginal or oral mesoprostol, which is a prostaglandin analog, and this helps to get labor started.